Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Another week of N4G Radio, episode 584, for December 16th, 2019. It's almost over. Is this, this our last show for this year? I mean, there's still two more Sundays. Yeah, but they're really close to Christmas and then uh, in between Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised to do a show. Mm. Because it's the recording days would be the twenty second and the twenty ninth. Yeah, it's not so bad, is it? Yeah, well, they're close to those days, but man, we'll be doing game of the year for too long. I don't think I've got ten games. <laughs> oh please, John! <laughs> I can rattle ten games in my sleep. Yeah, well, you can, and like, or nine of them are Overwatch. <laughs> And the other ones more not even on the list. It can't be. It came out in 2015. Wouldn't stop you. It's true. It's true. On the show this week, as you can hear, we have Mr. Britt. John is here. Hello. We have Anthony. Hello. And Wombat will be joining us shortly. Drew is Drew is not coming because he's Drew. He's got other things. He's got actual life to worry about. <laughs> He's still I, I was, on it. I thought, is, is Wombat, eh, Wombat, is, is Gambus dying? Is Gambus dying? Yeah, because that tweet came out of nowhere, man. Not that I'm aware <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so weird. It's like, well, it's so, it so final. Here's the story about, and Gambus is Gambus, and he'll be Gambus for his entire life. I had texted him. And apparently he had lost his phone. Oh, so he'd okay. lost all of his contacts and, and it took what? him like it took him like he's on Android, John, okay. Oh is he? I thought he was a iPhone user. He used to be and then his wife talked him into getting an Android and he's been mad about it ever since, you know. Well, yeah, as he should be. Um but he it took him like four days to get back to me and I was like, Man, what happened to him? And then finally he texted me back and then I told him I was like, yo, you know, you're not on Twitter. You're not answering my text. I thought something happened. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to get off Facebook and go back to Twitter. He's like, Facebook's just negativity. I'm like, well, let me tell you about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come come inside. Sit, settle down. Get yourself some popcorn. Uh, but then apparently he logged into his Twitter account, started liking and replying to everything. So that's. Uh, that... Okay. There you go. Because, so uh, just... of course, yeah, he wouldn't have logged in for a while, so he'd had loads of mentions, yeah. Yeah, and then he makes these comments, and I noticed our podcast mentions went through the frickin' roof. Oh, nice. Um, and they're all about him, which doesn't do any good, because he ain't here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and never will be. It just, it was so, I, I just I just saw it come up, and I thought, 
shit, he's not tweeted in a while. And he certainly hasn't tweeted about the show in a while. He's not been on the show pretty much this year. Um, Is he all right? No, he's he's fine. (laughs) He's just never coming back on the show, even though that would... That would boost our numbers. Thanks. Yeah, it would give us. Yeah, it would give us a boost. <laughs> but again, it's what it, people grow up and move on and get lives of their own. It's just us sados at air week in week out. It's his his Twitter picture still cracks me up because that boy has not looked like that. <laughs> Dude's got like a ponytail, long hair, and he's almost completely white. <laughs> Don't let that Twitter picture fool you. He's no more spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we can talk about some video games, but I think the bulk of the show is going to be news, 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 news. Well, considering I've not really played anything the last couple of weeks, I have, um, I've done nothing. I've apart from get ready for Christmas, and that takes up as an adult, it takes up way more time than you think it should. Um, I yeah. I've not started anything new. Um, yeah, I don't think I've, I'm racking my brains and I don't think I've played, no, because I, I was going to pick up, uh, not pick up, I was going to download, um, my friend Pedro, because that's now on Yeah, I, I downloaded that. I, um, I reviewed that on Switch, but I, I play, I wanted to check out the Xbox version. And that looks, that looks cool. It looks kind of, that, that's the kind of game that I think I probably paid for about 15, 20 minutes because it looks really cool. I'd, I'd do a couple of backflips while shooting people in midair and that. And then I probably wouldn't play again. But I, I just, just again, I just, you know. I mean, it's, it's, you got Game Pass. Why not play it? Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I will. Um, it's, have you ever had that thing where you sit and you think, I'm going to put a film on and you get, turn Netflix on. And you spend an hour scrolling through Netflix. And, and then you never watch anything. <laughs> yeah. That's what Game Pass is. That's a problem with Game Pass. Don't get me wrong. Game Pass is amazing. And it gives you so much value. But you look at the stuff and you think, the only difference being is that, unlike Netflix, you can't instantly play it. You have to actually download it. But um, it, it's, it's something called too much choice. But no, again, no games have come out. I've not really... I think the only thing I've played is a game called Undermine, which is early access game on PC that's... um, It's it's a... It's a... uh, A roguelike. So it's... Oh, shocker. Yeah, yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm playing a roguelike. Um, My PC is... is Indie, roguelike, run-based... Procedurally yeah, generated pixel pixelated kind of graphic pixelated type thing. Yeah. video game. It's so modern and so new. Oh, for uh, fuck's sake. Um I do think my PC's on its way out though, because it's getting so slow. I wanted to play I, I tell you what I did want I tell you what I wanted to play. I wanted to play Darksiders Genesis. Yeah, um, I'm so pissed that's only on PC right now. But that's only on PC. You have to have a a, a P for minimum specs, like a three and a half gigahertz clock. And I'm like, really Why? for that? Yeah, that's what it says on the on the Steam page. And I'm like, I can't run it. I I'm, mine is like two two and a half. It's that old. And it's like I can't I can't run it. And I'm getting to the point now where <sighs> new games coming out, even something like that. I can't run, so I think I need a new PC. That's ridiculous. I, I was already mad that it's like the only place you can play it is either on PC or Stadia, and like who the fuck has Stadia? Nobody. 
Um, but like a game in the Dark Sider series is not coming to consoles until February. No, uh, that's you know what it is a bit of, it, for me. It's not about the fact that it's not coming out then. It's the fact that it's coming out when a lot of other stuff around about is coming out. Whereas yeah, if, if they that right now for a yeah, they'd release it now. They'd have they'd have. I think they would garner more attention. But you know, you're talking about February. You're talking about a load of games. Uh, that are, are on the horizon, if not out already. So, um, a bit of a weird move that one. And when was the when was the last time a multi-platform game like that had such a big gap between releases? Not including the Switch, obviously, because for me they're still releasing games from ten years ago. But um, you, you know, mean for PC? Yes, like PC, like it's well, not like a multi-platform one. Normally, it's staying date across all across all platforms, isn't it? I wonder. So with this game, I wonder if it was supposed to be a Stadia exclusive, but they can't really keep it Stadia exclusive because that's just technically PC version. Mm. So maybe that's what it was. Like Stadia was paying for. Hey, we don't want this to be available on you know the platforms. Consoles. Oh, yeah. on the console that actually might beat it. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder maybe. if that's what it is. I, I, or I there don't might be know. technical issues. Maybe Stadia wanted that out within the launch window and they weren't going to be ready, so maybe pulled off uh, people from like, the console versions to help finish it, maybe? Possible? I have no idea. Mm. I, I'm just mad just that I can't dumb. play it because it, yeah. it looks really cool and I heard it's good. So Yeah, I, I want to kind of play that. And I, but now, at this point, again, I, I have to wait for the console version because yeah, I'll just, I'll just my wait. PC won't run it <laughs> yeah i'll just that, i'll just wait so it's whatever yeah that's I, i've not a games yeah what who cares it's christmas yeah um anthony do you have anything and i know wombat's here welcome wombat he, or is he okay i mean yeah, he's I'm in the room alone. he's in the chat room i don't hold on his head set <laughs> gonna wait for the pop to <laughs> Nothing. He's going to plow through. Um, yeah, go ahead. He's, he's calling from three years ago. <laughs> uh, so I'm playing Black Sad for review. What's Black um, Sad? Black Sad is a telltale, Ooh. and I specifically say telltale because it's a, the style that Telltale made. You, you know what that means. Games. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. That's one bat. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so it's Well hi <laughs> Howdy ho neighbor. Well it is uh, Christmas. It, it is. It's time for Mr. Hanky. Oh yeah, it is. I'm sorry, Anthony, to so rudely interrupt. No. <laughs> I, with my microphone unplugging and replugging, which I'm sure was an audio feast for our listeners. It's it's yeah, I can see is. them wincing already. Um, Black Sad, that's a video game. Yes, Black Sad is a Telltale-esque uh, adventure game based on the Spanish comic that's released in France first where everybody's an anthropomorphic animal, um, but it takes place in the United States. Uh, Black Sad is a black cat detective. Um, basically, all the only thing is that their heads are kind of different and then they're different sizes. Like, Of course, the gorilla and the rhino are going to be stronger bigger guys but um it's an interesting story about a murder that i'm investigating it seems to be what's interesting about it is because it's not episodic 
I kind of see the outcome of my choices very quickly. Uh, a choice I make right at the beginning of the game has already paid off in my favor. And had I not done what I did, I don't know how that scene would have turned out. That's unusual, uh, because obviously this sounds much like The Wolf Among Us, kind of, you know, based on comic books, like animals and things like that. But having a Telltale style game in one episode, I mean, that was the one problem, I think, is that the fact that they, because they were episodic and because Telltale was shit at releasing them, there could be three, four months between releases. And you've forgotten what you did. I always used to wait for all of the episodes, which is no fun. So having it in one is, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's always an interesting piece of, of gaming right there, because if you remember about the time those started, like the big thing that everybody wanted to do was episodic gaming. Let's get a gaming service and we'll mm. release a game that has like multi... You know the only one Half-Life. that got it right? You know the only one that got it right? Resident Evil Revelations 2. They had it done, and they put out an episode once a week. You remember that? Oh, yes, yes, but not with... Didn't they, with the second one, that wasn't the same, was it? With the second no, one, the second, the second one. Was, one. second one was the one where they did that. The first one was oh. a 3DS game. Oh, okay. I'm sure they did something, but they didn't take that model, and they kind of screwed it up. I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of Life is Strange, because that one... You might be, yeah, because Resident Evil Revelations 2 was just one episode a week... And it was kind of like a serial, and it worked because they had it done, and they didn't have to just make them as they went along. It, it's, I mean, looking back on it, and looking back at what we now know about Telltale, it does seem like their whole model was literally robbing Peter to pay Paul. It was like, let's get the money up front now, because if we don't, we're not going to be able to afford to make the next episode. Let's scramble and get it done. And it obviously didn't work out in the long term. It wasn't a viable business model but you know not to say that some of their games weren't great but um but uh yeah having again having one episode where you as you as you said something you're getting you're seeing and can remember the actions that then come back to haunt you or pay off at the uh later on is it actually sounds intriguing as opposed to having to wait months before having that happen and probably not even remembering what you actually did to, to cause that to happen and what's interesting is there's a stat screen that tells me about how I'm playing Black Sad. So um, there's like a meter that says like I'm more romantic and charming, but my oh, character right yeah. now, is, but my character right now is more self-loathing uh, because I had the choice of saying something at one point, and he said, "I know you hate me, but there's one thing you should know," and I chose the option, "I hate myself too." <laughs> the, the, the way. Because the way the character is presented, it, it's it's interesting because it's not presented as a noir as much as it is him kind of remembering stuff. It, it, I was expecting a little bit more noir out of the character, the way it's presented with all the graphics um, in the advertisement. But it's him sort of pondering to himself in a way. Uh, it's really well done. Uh, the cast of characters so far is really interesting. Uh, what I wasn't expecting was for them to deal with racism, which is apparently a thing that they did in the comic books. Um, at first I was like, oh, it's the color of their fur. That's interesting. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's certain species of animals are supposed to represent black people just because of one of the slurs that was used. 
And um, I don't. This is from the comic books, so I don't blame the game creators at all. But one of them playing black people is the gorilla, and I went, I don't know about this. This is this is a little. Hmm. Is this a little old? Yeah, no, the Black Side comics aren't old. I think I think the issue is that it's it's by people who are not American at all writing a comic for a, a French audience, no less. Like it's so not only are they writing a comic for not themselves, but all of these people are overseas. So I don't know if it it has the same impact or feeling, or if those are even necessarily terms used like i don't know if it's a full understanding it was just so jarring when i found that out because i'm like am i playing as like is black sad supposed to be a a black character no apparently it's very quiet i i booted i picked up the game and and played the first little You're area talking like actual audio wise right Yes, his his audio is very quiet. Yes, uh, I recommend turning the music down. Uh, yeah, the music is very like the other characters are easy to hear because they don't kind of. He has like this kind of whisper. Yeah, he kind of mumbles to himself. Yeah, he's like, um, I don't know. What but I about. like the voice acting a lot. I think that's what is really making me like this game so far. Is that there's a there's a lot of cool there's a lot of cool like um, presentation stuff. Like I don't know if you turn the tutorial on. Yes. But I like how the tutorial like pops the game screen out and then mm-hmm. puts the messages on the side. Like it's it's very stylistic game. Um it definitely you could definitely tell the budget is low because the graphics are not like really polished and superb. But yeah, well, it's still has a cool look. Po- po- you're playing it post patch. I had to wait for the patch to well, come no, out I'm on not. consoles. Uh the Xbox version still hasn't got that patch mm. that you got. <laughs> then, According then, to the PR. Then, then, yes, it's rough. It, as you can say, the the game looks okay now, uh, but there were some performance issues that held that game back a little bit before launch, and um, that's not an issue now. I I am liking the game. It was a. I think it's being very faithful to the comics. I haven't read them. I just haven't been able to get a copy of it. I am interested in the comics now, though, because it is a uh, a fascinating world that because. Like, to give them credit, the creators of the comic, that is, like, it is a very anti-racist message that they're just just a little inadvertent. They're a little bad at telling it, basically. Yes. But, um, yeah, interesting story so far. I'm I'm intrigued to see more. Um, I started up a... Sorry, I'm jumping on the next thing. Uh, I had a friend go to Japan and I had him pick up the Kunio collection. Um, I didn't... This is less of what I've played and more of I didn't realize this was a thing the PlayStation did. So I started up a Japanese account um, to get the DLC that it came with, which is uh, Super Dodgeball for the NES or whatever it was called. It's not included on the disc for some reason, but it was downloadable. So I got that. Um, but I was playing it on my English account and it apparently there's English on the disc because it changed all the graphics to English. I didn't know that was a thing that it auto did, automatically did on PlayStation. I don't know was... that it necessarily does. It just might. The game might support. No, it. no. I mean, like even the icon on the uh, in in the crossbar. Changed. Well, is the game has the game released in the U.S.? No, but it has then an it's Asian. The, then it's, the game that, it's the it game has... that does it. It's not the system. Okay, 
so it has an Asian release, and I think I didn't realize that was on the disc, anyways. Um, so that was quite interesting that it switched because it, I didn't expect the graphics to switch along with it because I have another Japanese game, and that doesn't happen for it because there is no Asian version, I suppose. I just wasn't expecting that. I expected everything to be in Japanese, and surprisingly, it wasn't. Um, and the last thing that's worth talking about is Katana Zero. It'll probably be in my game of the year list. The mix of uh, an indie game called Gunpoint and Hotline Miami. It's absolutely bizarre, which means it's right up my alley. Um, you hang up on the guy I, that calls you all the time. Yes, and I got my achievement for it. Um, <laughs> but there is there that 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 actually has an effect on the story. Like he confronts you on that issue later on, and because of how I've responded to him. It has made changes, and there are some specific choices that I question what effect it has on the game as a whole, um, because I have made a decision now that clearly is going to have consequences. So I'm more impressed with what they're doing story-wise. The game is fantastic, in my opinion, but what really gets me is the story and the writing. Uh, They tell you uh, in one of your assassinations, not to talk to the person you are assassinating under any circumstance. So, of course, I talked to him, and I kept talking to him, and he realized I didn't know certain things. So he then started panicking and he said, "Whoa, my!" And he's like, "Well, my guys are going to mess you up." And I said, "Killed all your guys because I did." And his response was more panicking. And then all of a sudden a bullet came in and sh- and killed him. Just randomly. Because I didn't kill him. So they confronted me on that issue as well. But I still don't know who shot him. There's some really weird, unique decisions for an indie game that looks the way it does. I didn't expect so much. That's it for me. Alright. Uh, broken microphone. You got any games to talk about? Broken phone. <laughs> um, yeah, not really. Okay. <clears throat> the um, the only things I've really had time to play uh in the last couple weeks, I've been insanely busy. Um, so the only the only things I've really had time to play over the last couple weeks is um, I have played a little bit of Sekiro, um. I don't know what everybody's complaining about. It seems super easy to me. I mean, I'm through the tutorial, so <laughs> um, the uh, no. I, so I am I am playing that, and um, you know, just as I expected, I'm really digging the the aesthetic that the game has, which is was my primary interest in it in the first place. So we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes. It's certainly um, uh, it's certainly a game in in the souls mode um so yeah we'll see how it goes so far uh game probably because year. it's uh Sekiro. game of the What'd year game oh of the yes year, that's right that's true Which, by the way congratulations to Sekiro for beating out the <laughs> stranding at the kojima awards <laughs> how many how many awards did that game get in the end uh, Death Stranding, like two or three, I think. 
Wow. Carl, can you imagine if Keely had actually been um, uh, rigging it the whole time? He made a joke about it after the show. It was pretty funny. The, the last time I was on, I kind of was like putting that in question, I think. Um, but he, he had a really good response on Reddit to an AMA about the fact that he was in the game. He kind of explained how that happened and the reason why he doesn't voice his own character. Um, well, he doesn't voice his own character because he'd be shit. No, he apparently got scanned kind of like a year before it even become anything. Like, that, that's yeah, what's crazy about it. And then he's like, and then he, I was asked and he said, of course, yes. Um, but he also explained that like he, he's made friends with these people because he's been doing it as long as he has. And he's like, I didn't get here about this another time I was in this game or that game. And he's like, this is just, you, you make relationships with people doing this. And I thought, yeah. you know what? That was, it was very, it was very polite way of him explaining. And I was like, you know what? He's right. Like the, the reality is you make friends in the business. If you're do this type of stuff, this is just naturally going to occur. It's just only ironic that it happened with Kojima, who we know he loves. That's all. And I wanted to give him credit for that because I felt <clears throat> bad for. Well, we'll talk you know, plenty about the game the awards in yeah. a little bit for sure. Um, anything? What? What else, Wombat? Sekiro. Uh, Sekiro. Um, I um I bought um as I mentioned on Twitter. Um, on Black Friday because they were all so cheap. I bought uh, Sekiro. I bought um Ace Combat Seven. Which I'm excited to play because I like. The game is games. really good, but make sure you have time to play when you play. Because the yeah, missions I heard the are, checkpoints are pretty. Yeah, the missions are super fun. I mean, they're awesome. That that game is some dumbass anime cutscenes. They're great, but the missions are long as fuck. Yeah. Um. So well, I'm 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 gonna um get into that's good. That's gonna be a, a new year project for me. Um. And I bought uh, I bought Anthem too because it was five bucks, and uh, because when I when I played it before, I enjoyed what I played of it for five bucks, like five bucks worth. Yeah, um, you'll get five bucks worth out of it. Yeah, so that's that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Well, I'm looking at it two ways. It was hard um, for there to be a Bioware game out there that I didn't own um, on something, uh, and then number two, the. Um, I, I when I played it, I got at least five dollars worth of enjoyment out of it. So I figure even if I just blow through the story, I think the story's fifteen twenty hours. I'll get my I'll get my worth out of it. Yeah. So, um, but I haven't played either of those two yet. Um, I did. Uh, we had a whole house full of people here this weekend because uh, my wife had some um some friends in visiting from uh, out of town, and um. So we all got ga- we all gathered around the television, and uh, a mixture of of Fortnite fans and Star Wars fans gathered around oh, the television boy. yesterday to uh, log into the Fortnite event. Um, and it, I mean, it was cool, I guess. <laughs> it was the the did the little Millennium Falcon chase at the beginning, and um, the banter was terrible um the clip that they chose to show unless we turned it off too early and they showed another clip i was like what the why is this why are you picking this um 
they're not going to show too much, are they? Yeah, but still. Um, my son on his Xbox, we we logged in about one thirty-five and uh, had no problem getting in. Me, on the other hand, I decided to log into the Switch upstairs as well because um, one of the the girls that was visiting us is a big Fortnite fan too. So I was going to try and see if we could get her logged in on the switch upstairs and um we couldn't get in on the switch until uh like 156 um it just kept coming up and saying can't connect uh to nintendo online services or whatever um (laughs) so there was um and then she also was trying to connect on mobile at the same time and couldn't get through there either so there clearly was a whole lot of people logging on to check that out yesterday. Um, and you get a cool glider out of it. So, Although I heard they're just giving it to everybody since... Uh, there were uh, issues. Yeah, they, they had issues with the demand. Um, but yeah, so just, check that out just thought something, I, something that, can t- you know, that incorporated two of the biggest um, names in entertainment right now would have issues. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I do think though that it was um it it was really cool I think to to just the notion that um this thing was happening within a video game uh was was pretty cool so yeah. I think it was a, a good a good um it was a good day for the industry yesterday. It's 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 getting weird, isn't it now? Where your non-gaming events are having to be held in a game. Because that game has so many people playing it that right. they won't come off of the game to go anywhere else to watch what you you put out. I yeah. mean, the, the Fortnite people sat and watched a black screen for hours. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> my so my um, legitimately my nephew, my son, um, one of the the uh, my wife's friends that was up here visiting us, and two of my son's friends. Uh, have been talking about this thing for a week, um, and anticipating it, and it's mental, mental. It's, I mean, it's there. They, the love for that game among that generation is, it's crazy. It transcends, I think, anything that um, I have a, a concept or connection to, because it, um, it's not. It, at this point, it's not even like a. Uh, I guess it kind of is. It um, it's just weird because it it's both a series and one game. Um, so it's it's I don't know. It's kind of it's just kind of hard for me to get my head around. But um, it's super huge and it's made what two two point something billion dollars. So is that all? Good on uh, that. I would have guessed more. Truthfully, yeah. Yeah, I. I thought i read that this morning but I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy for me to think that this was the first next generation game shown that everybody thought was vaporware comes out is a horde based game and right. then after the success of PUBG, they throw in the battle royale mode and all of a sudden it becomes the biggest phenomenon I, in video games. i remember us talking about when they added the battle royale thing and yeah. how they were basically just Copying it from PUBG. Yeah, you yeah. kept jumping on that bandwagon, yeah. Yeah. And now they are the bandwagon. Right. Um so yeah, and I listen, I can't um I know I know it's somewhat popular in, in circles at our age to to hate on the game. 
I, sure. I can't really hate on it. It's um, I mean, who cares? The kids it's love it. Certainly yeah. not a bad game. Uh, no, it, it's, it's it quality. plays well. It's it holds your interest. Um, and it's, it's not it's you know with it's fair with monetization. You know, yep. there are no loot boxes in there. It's all the battle pass stuff. That's that's a good way of doing it. So you can't hold that against it. And you know, my my son usually ends up earning enough uh, V bucks throughout the season to get close to being able to afford the next battle pass anyway. So fantastic. Um, yeah. We don't we don't usually have to invest a whole lot of now. You know, my son every now and then will see a a skin that he wants and um he'll spend his own money on it if he wants to but i told my wife i'm like i had to this game has kind of forced me to to really um relook at my thoughts on on microtransactions because when he first started playing it i was very much in the no absolutely not you're not spending a dime on this if you want to play it that's fine but you're not going to spend any money on it um and then i kind of had to remind myself like number one this is like this is the game he wants to play um so instead of me rushing back and forth to the video store a couple times a week when i was his age um (laughs) renting new games or buying new games like this is the one that he and his friends want to spend the most time on and number two it's like he doesn't collect um like action figures or anything like that so I had to kind of come to look at the skins in this game, almost like the GI Joes or He-Man that we would buy when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where he's spending not yeah. all of his time. Obviously we limit what he can play, but it's where he likes to spend time and it gives him different people to play with. So um, I think, I think it's just uh, people of our, a certain age, our age. Um, I think it's the, the getting the head around the fact that it's, it's digital content, you know, where right. you had a He-Man or an Action Man, um, G.I. Joe, whatever, and they were physical things that you invested in. This is different, but yep. it doesn't mean it's different, if you know what I mean. Yes, I know 100% what you mean. It's And the... besides, in about two years' time, you'll be, in, you'll be getting paid in V-Bucks anyway, so don't worry. We'll, be we'll all be we'll all be getting paid in V-Bucks. Oh, right, V-Bucks right. are Bitcoin. Bitcoin will be my check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um but no, I you know, it's it's um you know, he the the way I don't want anybody to to think that what I'm saying is that buying skins in Fortnite is exactly like buying action figures. That's not what I mean. What I mean more is um he feels about those skins the same way I felt about getting a new GI Joe or He-Man. Um Yeah. It's the same it's the same mindset at his level. Um, so, but, um, but yeah, so we, we hung out in the, in the Fortnite thing for a little bit yesterday. Uh, we did play, you know, it's not necessarily the kind of stuff we usually talk about on the podcast, but, um, we did play, uh, a lot over the last two days of, um, uh, Jackbox games. Oh, I love Uh, those. Yeah, we played, uh, we, we had a, a little get together at my parents' house on Friday night with my, uh. Uh, my sister-in-law and the, the kids hung out in the basement and played their stuff. And the adults hung out upstairs and played Jackbox. And then when we had everybody over at our house yesterday, um, we played some more. And uh, those games are, are a blast, especially the Murder, more people you have, the better. Murder Trivia Party is my favorite. Yep. What is it? Murder Trivia Party. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. Which, in, uh, I think is it's that in, in one four. of the collections? Yes, yeah, I think it's in four. Is that the Jackbox one where you're playing no, as the um, 
Wait, you each of you have like a voodoo doll sort of character? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not in four because four was the one we were uh, playing a lot of. It might be. It might be three and five. Then it's, gotcha. Uh, I know it's in two of them out of the five. Uh, yeah, we'll have got, to. It's fun. I'm sure we're going to end up buying more. Um, we've got two, obviously, because it was free on uh, uh, Xbox Live on our, or not Xbox Live on Game Pass. Um, but we bought um, we actually bought uh, four on uh, the Fire Stick because it was number one, it was half off, and number two because that was something we could easily. Oh transport. God, yeah, that's the kind of thing that you don't because you play on your phones. You don't even need a console yeah. for. Yeah. Yep. Jesus, yeah, it's on three, by the way. Okay. Three, there you go. We'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out on that. I I don't know if they're still on sale on Fire Stick, but they are on the Amazon store, but they were, so we'll maybe have to check and see if that one's on sale. The um four was half off. Instead of twenty five bucks, it was twelve, twelve fifty. So um I'll have to look and see if uh if that one's uh half off too. So but uh yeah, that's uh that's mostly what I played. No, there. Have you done the? I can't remember what it's called. Where it's uh, you have to make a joke, like you have to do a stand-up joke, no sort of thing. Oh, that one's brutal. That one's so bad. I think they give you the beginning of the joke, and you have to try to make people laugh with it. And it's one of the most painful ones. <laughs> and everybody, everybody ends up being a um, ventriloquist dummy. And it's so smart because what they even give you a bad catchphrase, and so they like they give you the choice of two bad catchphrases, and I'm like, oh, these are both awful. But now with my friends, I will yell out, "That's a spicy ignorance!" because that was my catchphrase. <laughs> those those are perfect party games. They're so oh, much yeah. fun. Yeah the the one that uh, that we spent the most time with the two that we spent the most time with were um we played a lot of survive the internet um which is 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 pretty fun and then uh we played a, a lot of i can't remember what it's called now it's basically where you um you have to to uh, make graffiti on walls and everybody contributes to the next level of the graffiti um but it it's yeah it was a lot of fun and we played Fibbage, of course, but um, uh, the other two were the ones that, that got the most attention. Everybody pretty much hated uh, Monster Seeking Monster, uh, which was just dumb. It's just not fun. So That poor game in that collection, everybody hates it. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, that's it. Well, I, I, truthfully, I don't have a thing. I started, I basically did my Game Pass quests. To check out some games. Um, I did pick up Black Sad, which Anthony talked about. I'm interested to play through some more of that. I finally bought A Plague Tale Innocence. Um, I played through the tutorial of that. That game is very pretty. Uh, that game seems like it's going to be very interesting. I'm I'm excited to kind of dig into that. Maybe you know over the over the vacation that I've got coming up for Christmas. Um, and that's really it. Played a lot of Overwatch, but I always play a lot of Overwatch. The, the, the you got winter. no one to talk. You got no one to talk to about it. So shush. No, I'm gonna say what I want to say, John. No, the uh, the winter holiday event is going, and I'm getting my skins, and then the newest patch is out, which 
change the meta, and I need to need to get more accustomed to the new meta. But uh, yeah, that's that's really I just picked up a lot of stuff that I want to play. I did check out a bunch of Game Pass games. I checked out my name, my friend Pedro, which I'd already played on the Switch, and it's good. Um, and I played that that games with gold game that came out. Was it the Munchkin game? Oh, I saw. Yes, what is that? That game is a multiplayer game where you're going down four lanes, and each person's in their own lane, and it's like a top-down action game, like an action RPG. I don't want to say RPG because it doesn't really have levels, but uh, each person goes down their own lane, um, and they kill stuff, and then you all come out into this room, and it's basically like a a score-based thing. Um, Whoever kills the most enemies and does this thing in a certain amount of time, collects the most amount of coins, they win. So... If you play by yourself, it's kind of boring. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, that's fair enough then. Yeah, it's it's not a great game. Um, I think that's that's really it. There was a I downloaded Pathlogic two. I haven't booted it up yet. Um, there were a couple other games that were added. Have you ever else. played Pathlogic one? No, I I mean. Oh just, well, have fun. I'm just checking it out because it's on Game Pass, Anthony. It's... That's how Game Pass works. <laughs> That's it's not it's not because you haven't played one. It's more of like, do you know what you're getting into? No, I don't. I, I'll boot. It's, see, here's here's the here's the Game Pass mantra: you download it, you boot it up. Five minutes. If it sucks, you delete it. Boom. It's, uh, all I can say is that might be the weirdest game ever made. The first one, anyways. The second one is kind of a retelling of the first one. Okay. It's uh. It's very odd. Hey, you know, if I boot it up and I'm intrigued, I'll leave it installed. If I'm not, I'll delete it. And I completed a Game Pass quest for the day. I think I've earned like a thousand points this week. That's quite good, that Game Pass quest stuff, because obviously you get enough of those points and you can get yourself money off shit. So that's quite good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, I at least boot up my app and, and at least one Game Pass game a day so I can at least complete my daily quests. Um, oh, and I checked out Halo Reach. Oh, how is that? The audio is fucked up. Oh. Well. I don't, I, like, it's beautiful, it looks great in 4K, it runs at 60 frames a second, uh, and as soon as I fired a gun, I was like, did, did, did it fire? Like, the the gun sounds are muted. For some weird reason, they sound like they're underwater. I don't. I don't. Well, understand. I'm sure. I'm sure something like that will get fixed. <laughs> I mean, the game's only been being patched for five years. I'm sure it'll get. Fixed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's Reach, and that that's a good video game. It's cool that it's in Game Pass. Hmm. Like you just get Reach with the Master Chief Collection that's in Game Pass. Well. Yeah. To be fair, it had to be, didn't it? And it has to be. It's like how bad that collection has, how much stick that's got. I think it coming to Game Pass, them doing the work on Reach, them continuing to support it um, is fantastic. But it has to be one of those things where, look, here you go. This, sorry. Sorry for what we've done. We've fucked it all up. Honest to God, we didn't mean it. Have fun. I think I kind of they have to really. And again, it's great for Game Pass. It's one of those selling points. Oh, by the way, every single Halo game, pretty much. Yeah. Bar five, and that's on Game Pass anyway. 
Um, I still find it very odd that there's no Forza Motorsports on Games Pass. Yeah, that is, and I think it's maybe the music or the tracks. Or the licensing on the the cars. Well, the cars are all in Horizon. Yeah, but they had to be done on a per-game basis, and obviously it's only Horizon 4 that's on. I thought the 3 finally one. made it in. No, it's only it's only the one that's on there. The Horizon, oh. Horizon uh, 4 is on there. None of the other previous uh, Forts games, Horizon or otherwise, are, are on it's gotta be the It's got to be the car licensing. It's, it, it's, has it has to be, yeah. Which, again, is a shame, but uh, let's face it, the new game will be on there, so there's no point in going back trying to rework all of those deals when you can just put the new one on, which will be out next year, so... Hey, you can always put a Battle Royale in Forza Horizon. Oh, wait a minute, they did. <laughs> That's the weirdest news story. Of the I world. heard it's good, too, which is even the weirdest part of it. How How is it a battle? Do you crash? Is it like you Destruction Derby? Or is it you, you race against other people, apparently. I haven't played it, but everybody I've talked to that booted it up out of curiosity said it was super fun. Oh, well, that's awesome. That is really bizarre, but yeah, cool. Yeah. I wonder right. if it plays like the mode in... The only good mode that I liked in the like new addition to Sonic, whatever the new Sonic Racing game was, Sonic Team Racing. Thank no, you. No, that wasn't a great game. It was. It was a good kart racer. It was as okay long as you're not on Switch. Switch. Why would you buy that over? Well, Mark? if you have Sonic and All Stars transformed backwards compatible on Xbox, a, you're, yeah. you're good yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a race mode where after every lap. It would cut the amount. It's called of Eliminator. Is that okay? Well, that mode yeah. has been in racing games since the beginning of time. Well, yeah. that might be how they do it then, but it's time based. I don't know. There's just, 72 that cars that parachute out of a plane. <laughs> they do not. I don't. That think would they be do. fantastic. That they should totally do that, but they I don't definitely think they do. should. All right, let's talk about what's coming out of this. It's a lot. I mean, there's nothing big, like no big games, but man, there's a lot. Um, Treasure Treasure Rangers, uh, Art Pulse, Demon Pit, Demons with Shotguns. Every week we get Helmet the Badass from Hell. I feel like that's on the list every single week. Uh, Hero Hero, Mini Motor Racing X, Party Trivia, Sacralith, The Archer's Tale, Stramium Immortally, Tamashi, The Sims 4 Discovery University, uh, Untitled Goose Game is making its way to Xbox and PlayStation 4, and it is also on Game Pass, so I will try that out. Honk. Watam, remember that? Bottom. That sounds familiar. Yes, I'm excited for that. That is the from Katamari the Damacy guy making yeah. a new game. Uh, it looks when's, weird. What, what's that album? Switch? Uh, PlayStation 4. And I will probably end up buying <clears> a copy from I Am 8 Bit. Word Maze by Pogi. Xenoraptor. Exposed. 3M Spain Foundation STEM VR. Biala the Game, uh, Borderlands 3, Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot. Oh, I did play that, by the way, because that was free the other week, uh, for a weekend. Um, who's played that on Xbox? I have. Does that hitch a lot? I didn't when I played it, but I stopped playing it because apparently there was a bug that caused your Xbox to overheat, and I haven't went back to it. 
I definitely, when I played it, it kept hitching and it really was annoying. I could only play about like an hour of it. And then I thought, you know what? Like this. (laughs) I haven't booted it back up because I never got confirmation that they fixed the patch that overheats your Xbox. So, (laughs) well, oddly, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, be telling you, I definitely mentioned it on the podcast, but when I played the recently released enhanced edition of Borderlands, you know, they did the, the Borderlands. Uh, they did the handsome one. collection and then they did the remaster of the first The remaster of the first one, that's it. Um, that overheated my Xbox and crashed. Awesome! It. Yeah. Uh, regions of Ruin. Ruin? Dark Devotion? Dream Ball? Knights and Bikes, Soccer Pinball, The Inner Friend, Unit 4. Um, Xbox is finally getting Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger IX. (laughs) The Gunvolt Chronicle games are great. I can't wait to play this one. Uh, It's been out on Switch and PS4 for a little while, I think. What are they? They're like Mega Man? Oh, okay. They're Uh, they're more like Mega Man X, but yeah. Just so I'm sorry, Anthony. Do you would you want to be that posh video game guy? I'm just saying, if you're if you're looking for Mega Man and you get in and you're like, oh, this is more like Mega Man X or Zero. I'm not really into this. I never played Mega Man, so you're fine. I'm into any kind of Mega Man that isn't Legends. That hurts me a little bit. I like. I was waiting on Wombat to say that was more of a dig at Wombat. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not talking to you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Airy the Little Bird Adventure, uh, and Cold Silence, which is what you're getting from Ryan now. It sounds like something Sean Connery would say in a movie. Be like Cold Silence. (laughs) (laughs) Great impression. Thank you. It's terrible. You're welcome. There's actually not a lot coming to the Switch this week. Wow. Because it's all out already. I guess. Um, we've got Travel Mosaics, a Paris tour, Rift Keeper, Dual Brain Volume 1 Calculation, uh, JDM Racing, Kukiyomi Considerate, Melbits World, Mirror, 60 parsecs. Whatever that is. Uh, Dark Devotion and Farabelle. So that's your Nintendo Switch. None of those sound vaguely interesting. What are you talking about, John? Mm. Alright, let's do some news because holy motherfucking shit, what a week. We'll start with the big news that, that kind of kicked off the week. Um, that dropped on, I don't know, a Monday at 6pm, because why the fuck not? MLB, no the sh- MLB The Show is coming to Xbox and play in uh, Switch. Crazy. What the hell? I think it's great, but it's crazy. That's awesome. It's awesome, but like, that literally dropped at like Monday evening at 6 o'clock. But it's still being made by PlayStation. Sony San Diego uh, is still so- making the game, yes. And it's wow. coming to like they didn't spit like this press release is so vague it just says it's coming to other platforms. But immediately after that release, Phil Spencer tweeted like this is cool, and then Nintendo just tweeted a baseball <laughs> emoji. Uh, do you yeah, think? And, um, do you think they're really Xbox, shit Xbox on the other platform? No more away games. 
Yeah, the No More Away games. Like, it was all really fun stuff on Twitter. And it, you know what was the most fun? <clears throat> was watching, watching the, the meltdown. The meltdown yeah. of the Sony fanboys. Fucking idiots. Um, do you think it's going to be shit on the Xbox and Switch? <laughs> I don't think so, because... Bad. I mean, if I'm Sony, I love money, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you love money. Yep, yeah, you're right. The, the, uh, some of the stuff. Um, there's a there's a, a guy on Twitter. I don't know if you follow him called uh, Shitty Gamer Takes, and basically he scours Twitter and the internet for for you know ask computer video game asshole type people, and he posted quite a few of those. They. People getting so upset about a baseball game coming to other consoles. It's unbelievable. Yeah. What a world we live in. It's weird that people get so offended about video games. Do you you see it with... I mean, you don't see it with anything else, do you? You don't see it. Are you kidding me, John? Yes, you do. Do you? Look at, look at any Star Wars conversation, any Marvel, Marvel DC, DC conversation. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm Watch, not just... Go, John, I want you to go onto Twitter and insult K-pop. Oh, that was a thing this week, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, if, if anything, I prefer J-pop to K-pop. Does that make me someone I'll get you will I'm sure murdered. somebody hates you right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, baby metal, baby metal for the win. Everything is, everything is stupid. Just, just enjoy things. Yeah, um, I just, it does make also, you want to leave the internet, doesn't it? Also, I mean, I, I could, but bottom because I have issues. Um, th- this is just the start. Let's keep it going. Uh, a news release that was buried. Mortal Kombat 11 now has is in beta for crossplay between Xbox and PlayStation. Yep. Way uh, for the, the future. The patch came, um, it just showed up, I think it was like Wednesday night, and in the patch notes buried in it was beta test for crossplay between PlayStation 4 and Xbox, and everybody's like, huh? Because NetherRealm <laughs> didn't even say anything. <laughs> like, it just showed up, and you're like, holy shit. This is, this is how it's going to be next year, when we see uh, the emergence of the next Xbox and the next PlayStation, this is going to be on a. This is going to be one of their bullet points for both those consoles, and I think that's why you've got Sony finally starting to come around on the idea because they know full well it's a selling point. Because what they don't want is to be the only ones left out. Because who wants to buy a console that's left out of everything else? So I think this is awesome because again, it doesn't matter what platform you purchase a game on, you should be able to play with your friends. Um, another Mortal Kombat 11 news, just kind of jumping around. They also showed a teaser of the Joker. Oh, is... I saw that. That looked quite cool. Apart from the voice, didn't like the voice. Well, the voice is the same guy. They, they, for some reason, just won't get Hamill. I don't know if it's a money thing, uh, but it's, it's the a... same voice of the guy who was in Injustice. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, he's dropping on the 28th of January. Uh, speaking of crossplay, Minecraft, uh, Bedrock, I think it's called Bedrock, something like that. Is finally hit PlayStation. <clears throat> so now PlayStation is fully cross compa- cross-play compatible with all other versions of the game. Sony did a state of play. So the, the week kicked off. There were three events this week. It's crazy. Uh, Sony kicked it off um, with a state of play for December. They showed the first gameplay footage of that Platinum game we all had forgotten about, Babylon's Fall. 
Yeah, that was like two E3s ago, wasn't it? Mm. I think it was last year, maybe the year before. I don't remember. It was ages ago. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds got a release date of April 24th. Uh, Entitled Goose Game, which we already talked about. Dreams got a release date of February 14th. Uh, Spellbreak Enchants PS4 in early 2020. Superliminal trailer. Paper Beast, which is a PSVR game. And finally, the most well-kept secret on the internet, Resident Evil 3. Remake uh, is coming. It comes bundled with Project Resistance, which is the multiplayer game they announced a couple months ago. And it has a release date of April 3rd, 2020. I know that it obviously it, it had got leaked, um, so everyone was kind of expecting it. But I felt that there seemed to be more um, excitement around Resident Evil Two because I remember I remember that announcement. I remember that the trailer didn't kind of it, it kept you guessing for a little while. Uh, there was like um, I, th- I think it went over like there was like a, a, a PlayStation One or something daft in the background somewhere it kind of slowly worked up to it this one kind of went straight in for the kill well i know i'm the only person on here with with any connection to these games i know wombat doesn't like them anthony never played them um resident evil 2 is still considered the best resident evil by a lot of people i know 4 gets talked about more but resident evil 2 is like the coup de gras like it's still considered the best game Um, so there was always going to be a lot of but but after the... but after two did so well the remake I mean I bought that the other week because it was like fifteen quid it was, I had to it was compulsory practically um, but after that had been received so well you thought there would have been huge buzz well, hold huge on. huge buzz I wasn't I wasn't he finished. wasn't done no I right, go on. Resident Evil three is considered widely by a lot of people as the worst Resident Evil game and that doesn't that's not to say it's a bad game I thought that was six mm. okay let's rephrase. This was the worst game until 6. <laughs> Even I know that, and the only reason why is A, people didn't like being followed around, which is ironic, because that's what happens in 2 now. Yes. And isn't this game a lot smaller, Ken? It's a lot smaller. It's also, it came at the height of Resident Evil fatigue. So people were kind of getting tired, because after Resident Evil 1, people started building their clones, and then Resident Evil 2 came out, and Resident Evil 2 is considered one of the best, and there were like 400 Resident Evil clones on the PlayStation 1. And people were just tired of the genre, and Resident Evil 3 comes out, and a lot of people don't know that Resident Evil 3 is a very different game. It is literally the Mr. X sections from Resident Evil 2 almost through the entire thing. Like, it's a lot of that. And a lot of people that played 2, even the remake, are like, boy, those are my least favorite parts of this game. Well, Resident Evil 3 is pretty much that. Wow. It but do you, never... think they'll, do you think they'll change <clears throat> it because... Um, <clears throat> I don't they... think they'll change you it. Can't. Uh, the, you can't. Because you can't stray away from what it was because then the purists will get mad at you. Well, it's not even that. I mean, that's kind of the whole aspect of now. To be fair, Resident Evil 3 is probably one of the most interesting games as far as timeline goes, because it takes place before and during 2. It's a different perspective of what's happening in Raccoon City during the events of 2. Oh, I see. Now, do you Uh, think they expand upon it, Ken? Oh, absolutely, because if you go back to 3, there's, you know, it's it feels like a game that was made because Resident Evil was so popular and they wanted a third one out. 
I, so I think this one gets expanded quite a bit. I have questioned buying this game twice because I wasn't sure if they were going to do a remake of it. Um, yeah, I've three. Buying it on the Dreamcast and the GameCube. Both Which was the last times. time it was playable was on the GameCube. That's yeah. how long it's been. Like it's it's crazy to think that Resident Evil Three has not been touched. I kind of I do like the fact that these it's so you know it's a year after essentially the 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 two remake and they're done now obviously because you can't re- they've already remade four and and then you no, talk about they'll, five. they'll do they'll do Code Veronica in four most likely. Do you think? Well, I think that I think the next game after this is going to be eight. It has to. Well, be they're three, they're making it? eight. Yeah, it's so a, that has to be it's the next a separate game team doing these. That's got to be the next gen Oh, excuse me. I bet eight is a next gen game anyway. So, did you, did you guys, did you hear about the Easter egg in the Resident Evil Two demo? Yeah, they added. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, didn't they have a trophy as well, or um, or like an achievement? Something got added. The only thing I know about is they added if you go out, if you go, was it outside the police station, Ken? Yeah, because that's where Uh, he's at. There, you can hear um, Nemesis say "stars." Yeah. Uh, okay. I I have a question. Have uh, you started this, John? Have you started RE two? No, no. I'm uh, again. This is this is going to be one of those things that I'm gonna. You need to play it before Christmas. we do. We need to play it. You need to play it before we do game of the year. Just do I? it's it's I ain't got it's. Time. I'll t- I'll t- well, you let me put it this way: you only have to play through at least one story. Of the four. Okay. I'll try. I've, I've got, I think, about... I've got, like, a couple of days to myself before Christmas, so I'll try. It is, again, I got it because it, I've rave reviews. Um, I played the demo that they released and kind of enjoyed it, and also it was the cheapest I'd seen it. Like, oh, this was the um, uh, Thanksgiving sale weekend that they have... Black Friday sale they have everywhere, not just in America. Um, thanks a lot, you lot. Um, and so I picked it up there for, like I say, like fifteen quid. It was dirt cheap. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and play a bit of it. I'll like try and play some. the best, the best sell I can have for that is, and this for anybody, I didn't like horror games, or I wasn't compelled to try them before. Um, but I'd heard so much good about RE2, and then I tried the demo and loved it. So I was really excited for for it. I got to review it. Luckily, and it's one of my favorite games ever. And it's really fucking good. It's so good that I I ended up like diving into like just Resident Evil lore because I was so interested, and that's the only reason why I know anything about three is because I knew that three took place at the same time as two, but I didn't really know much more outside of like a character constantly following you. And so I, I just kind of read about it and was like, I just want to play this game. And then there was kind of nothing. Because like there was just kind of rumors that they're oh they're gonna remake it for sure, but they never said anything. So I'm really excited um, to play this when it comes out finally. I mean it it goes without saying that it's a total missed opportunity. That they didn't call it Resident Evil Three Make. Oh yeah, I no, they should just turn the the, <laughs> Resident, the the E in Evil to a three. Hell yeah. <sighs> Um, all right, moving on with tons of shit. Uh, another little news tidbit that came out of a Twitch stream: uh, the Doom One and Two ports that were uh, ported to consoles uh, just recently. They're getting updates to put them up to 60 frames a second, and they're also going to be adding free DLC, including Final Doom and Sigil. 
which if you don't know what Sigil is, it's the John Romero Doom mod that he just built last year. Which was basically a whole new game. So those versions are getting patched with all that stuff. So like, holy shit. All right. Let's move on to the game awards. We'll save the big boy for last. Um, Bravely Default 2 was announced. Yeah. That's kind of weird that they're not doing 1 and 2. Well, well two, that the, this oh, is that's oh, a different game. Right. Bravely Brave Second. Default 2, not Bravely Second. Yes. Got it. So this is a sequel to the first game. Yep. I'm still surprised that the other two aren't coming to a console. Yes. That, that's, I, until you said that, I didn't even... I saw the announcement and went, huh, okay, I don't know why they're supporting just the second game. Totally... Okay. okay. I'm just stupid. Uh, uh, go, <laughs> we go. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima got an extended trailer during the Game Awards. Looks uh, awesome. We're releasing summer of 2020, so it will not be a PS5 launch title. It'll actually be out on PS4. And it'll probably be the last big. Well, it's so, clearly it'll the be last after. big. Yeah. yeah, it'll be after um thing you wanted, Last of Us 2. They'll be after that, so. Yeah, I'd assume Last of Us 2 and then Ghost of Tsushima probably June, July, something like that. Uh, as Wombat mentioned earlier, Fortnite did a Star Wars crossover over the weekend. That was announced at the Game Awards. Uh, Gears Tactics was given a release date of April. Uh, still only PC, but it is coming to Xbox, according to Phil Spencer. Yes, I am looking forward to that. Um, I My PC probably won't run the fucking thing, but I will play it on Xbox. Uh, a sequel, I guess, uh, to the game The Forest. Which, by the way, that was the weirdest goddamn trailer I've ever seen in my life. The it's one with the lady, the lady with the four legs. Did it give birth to something? No, she crawled up a tree backwards, though, so there's that. Yeah, um, it was pretty crazy. The Forest Oof. is... Um... A yeah, it's a weird experience. It's, it's a weird game, and they're it making starts it off cool. you're pretty normal, and then all of a sudden there's a, a monster that has a giant vagina that can give birth to other monsters. It feels a lot like that game from oh God, I don't remember the studio or the um the the one that's first person and mostly right? no that had the, vagina doors. <laughs> yes. No. That's no. I'm talking about the. Um, it was there's two, and they were made by the same people that did the ripoff of Actraiser. Oh, you're talking about uh, Team Ace or whatever. Yeah, Ace team. Th- their games. Xeno Clash. Xeno Clash. Those yeah. weird, uh, creepy things. There, there's a video of me and Dave playing their game from the PS4. What was it called? The Abyss something. Like a 2D melee game. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, Riot showed off a couple of their new games, including Riot Forge. Oh, sorry, Riot Forge revealed two new games in the League of Legends universe. That's what it is. It's, one of them is called The Ruined King, um, which is a story focused set on a League of Le- League champions facing off against monsters and other bosses in turn-based combat. Second game is Convergence, a League of Legends, is a story, which is an action platformer that allows you to manipulate time. So two new games from Riot. Well, they're going all in on League of Legends. They're also making a fighting game. Are they still making a fighting game? Yeah, they yeah, did, a bunch did of... They, um, they bought... There was like that company uh, who was... Uh... The guys that made uh, GGPO and 
Yes. Uh, that, that one Rising, button fighting game for the PC. Rising Thunder. That yes. was the game. They they bought that studio because that was like Seth Killian. Killian, yeah. Yeah. And they closed that game down and yeah. people were assuming that they were going to get them to work on a fighting game. Yeah, so that that obviously what they're doing. Uh, developers from Dishonored and Prey have formed a new studio, and they're creating a game called Weird West, which is a top-down action RPG. Weird. Cool. It, it looks fucking cool. The Wolf Among Us 2 is back. Um, Telltale is bringing that back. It got re-announced. But it's not Telltale, is it? It's just the name. They are apparently bringing back It's just the name, people. but they're, they are bringing some of the developers. And writers back. Yeah, they're there's actual Not the engine, though. Hopefully. I mean... I don't know. Not. There was a rumor floating Hoping around the show about this and Batman getting an update, the Telltale Batman games, but the Batman they thing were didn't broken happen. As, broken as buggery, the Batman game. Um, Warframe is getting an expansion, which actually launched during the Game Awards for PC. Uh, it's a ship combat expansion called Empyrean. Well, why not? Uh, it's Warframe, that game's fucking bonkers. Yeah, um, absolutely. Wombat got, like, super excited when they announced a new Dark Alliance game is coming. Yes, they did. I'm so excited. Uh, it's developed by Took Games. It's a third-person hack-and-slash action RPG coming to PC and unspecified consoles in the second half of 2020. Mm. And it is. I wonder featured... what they are. Featuring the staple Dungeons and Dragons monsters and characters. Uh, I'm, I'm excited too. That was my first experience with like a Diablo type game was Dark Alliance. Man, I need remasters of Champions of Norath too. While yeah, good it. luck with that. Yeah, just give me those though. I want them so bad. The uh, no, the so I'm a big fan of the novel series that um, the game is taking place in the middle of. So, um, uh, as a, as a fan of the original Dark Alliance and a fan of the novel series, I'm I'm super pumped. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, no... Now, and also the CGI trailer was like '90s is all f. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, what event? What what would an event be without at least one new trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was shown? <clears throat> so, in case you want to see that again, coming out in March. You can buy part one of blank for $60. Oh, this this whole thing's starting to stink. It also has, I don't know if you saw this news this week, but the box art came out and it literally says timed exclusive. Yeah, Xbox is getting that bad boy in a year. Yeah, which will be right after the Xbox, the new Xbox launches. So there's what, that. What, what, what new Xbox is that? Shh, we'll talk about it in a minute, John. But it does make sense in the fact that they're literally next year they're staggering all of those Final Fantasy games on Game Pass. It's kind of going to lead up to to that, isn't it? It's going to take them a year. Final Fantasy VII Remake them. is going to launch on Game Pass. Holy <laughs> shit! No, no, it's in the fact that I don't. I'm not saying that would be the case. It'd be cool if it was, but I, they they're staggering all of the old ones on Game Pass probably to lead up to the release of the remake on Xbox. I wouldn't say that it was going to be on Game Pass, but it would certainly be good um, a good way to to uh, to get people ready for it. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out because, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One. Which they, you know, they don't even market it that way, which I think is really fucking shady. Oh, I, uh, again, I just think this thing is stinks to high heaven. 
It really does. Because how long is it going to be before part two? Is it going to another, another six years? Well, that's that's the big thing is part one's launching on PS4, right? PS5 will be out long before part two launches. Yeah. So Probably, PS, probably the PS6. Nah, it can't be that long. This ain't Shinmu. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's, um, could, could very well reach that level. So this is, what, this is what is annoying me is that they're charging again. It's it is sixty dollars minimum. Is, let's let's point that yeah, out. Sixty dollars minimum for a a third of a game. Maybe, but I mean, you say that. Oh, I can't believe I'm defending this. You say that, but you know that is going to be a huge game. I can't imagine them skimping. Oh, God, it's, it's going to be massive. It's probably going to be 40, 50 hours, I'd guess. Yeah, so... Yeah, like, just like hmm. something like Final Fantasy fifteen, which was one game you paid once for. I, I don't like them splitting it up and charging $60. I, I, I have not liked that since the beginning. You know, I can sit here and complain all I want. I on March, whatever it comes out, I, I will, will be buying it. It, yeah, it yeah, doesn't so, matter. But but it is <laughs> it, it is literally them milking this, and that's oh, absolutely. And that's I don't. What hurts. But I don't know if it. You're you're right. I think they could have done kind of what Rockstar does and release a second disc that's just install and put a little bit more and done disc one of the game, but. There's a lot to Final Fantasy VII, and if you want to explore it in full 3D, I don't, well, I don't know what else they that's do. No, that's no different to a modern... As, as I say, that's no different to Final Fantasy XV. And also, bear in mind that they scrapped the development and started afresh halfway through this project. So it's not as if this has taken them this long since announcing it to make it. It's they they scrapped it halfway through. This isn't a big project, not in the same way as pe- that. Not worth charging three times sixty dollars for. That's what well, I'm saying. Here's here's the way it works, John. So business is business going business, business. is business. Yeah. It's, so it's, and again, they, they, go, they know that. So the they're selling like a, they they they're selling like a three hundred and thirty dollar version of this game. They know that there are a subset of people out there who are going to pay $330 three times. That's $1,000 for one motherfucking game. Oh, yeah. We're all suckers. Yeah, we are. And you know what? Good on Square Enix for capitalizing on that money, boy. <laughs> no, not, not good on them. But yeah, If I wanted Square Enix, I'd be good on me. Yeah, yeah, give me the money, yeah. boy. <laughs> Give me that money, boy. There you go. That's what I was waiting on. Final Fantasy VII Remake, baby. $333. Expansion, all that stuff, baby. Give me that money, boy. <laughs> Speaking of the PS5, we got to see our first game on the PS5. It's a game called looks, Godfall. Looks terrible. <laughs> Shut up, John. <laughs> Uh, it's published by Gearbox Software, and it is a quote, oh god, it will be terrible. <laughs> it is a quote looter slasher developed that, by Counterplay Studios. Isn't that kind of what Diablo is? Sure, but it never had that name before. You just called it Diablo clone. Yeah, yeah they've right. coined the name looter slasher. I mean, we got Schluter, so is this a slasher? Slasher. Well, no, Schluter is a loot shooter. You gotta have Schlatter. No, this is getting weird. That sounds like something you do after Taco Bell. Schlatter. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that the guy's name that used to own Papa John's? (laughs) I thought that was... was, No, it's Schnatter. 
thought oh, reckoning was close coming. enough. Reckoning is, reckoning is coming. That is, uh, <laughs> Keep an eye Somebody out. did the Spotify like, year-in review, and it said uh, 40 pizzas in 30 days, <laughs> one divorce, <laughs> zero reckonings. I've had 40 pizzas in 30 days. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> bloated uh, and sweating. Skin looks like it's about to just slough <laughs> off his face. Yeah. Oh, That's Christ. 40 pizzas in 30 days. Right. You ever think you've had a bad basically year? basically pure marinara at this point. <laughs> He's still wearing the shirt like he works there. Oh man! And just trying to find a red long sleeved uh, polo dress shirt style. Did his wife leave him right after that interview too? Didn't his wife leave him like right after that interview too? Yes, they divorced. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. She's like, that's where all the she money was watching went. That forty pieces. Was like, Jesus. She's like, that's where all the money went. Forty pieces in thirty days from Papa John's. That's like seventeen dollars a day. Son. I just picture his wife sitting, like, standing <laughs> behind him while he's at the dinner table with like four pizzas in front of him. Going, John, you have to stop this. <sighs> it's not going to make Shaquille O'Neal step down from the board. And you know, and you know, he wouldn't sit down while he's eating the pizza. He's standing up, and <laughs> she's at the kitchen table screaming. God damn it. <laughs> no, we're half an hour. John, the doctor it. said your blood is 75% marinara. Just stop. 20% garlic sauce. <laughs> yes. And, and, and there's one of those little pepperoncini peppers in his heart, <laughs> like just in his aorta, hanging out. Oh, yeah. God bless America. The guys that made PUBG announced the new game. Okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> that, that was in related the... news. Epic's going to make a game just like it a couple <laughs> weeks later and make a billion dollars. Yeah. So, like, my wife was like coming in and out of the room when I was watching this, and she came in during this trailer. I don't know if you guys remember this trailer, but like, it didn't really show anything. <laughs> and then it showed a URL that you could go to, and I was like, okay. The, the, the trailer is just called Titled Prologue. That's all it said. And it's like, go to the website. Like, to be okay. fair, they weren't known for great naming conventions ever. What are you talking about? Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Battlegrounds? Ugh. Come on. That's brilliant. Awful. <laughs> Acronym of PUBG. Anyway. The pub, um, as they say. This kind of got spoiled a little bit. I was on my Xbox before the Game Awards, and Control got a 4 gig update. I'm like, huh, that's a shock. Uh, but they announced the first DLC. It's called Expeditions. Uh, it is free. Looks, like, I haven't played it yet, but it looks like a wave-based kind of thing where you can just like get new upgrades and stuff. Um, but I guess the, the, this is kind of the rollout for the season pass, which you still cannot buy on Xbox, by the way. I tried. You can't buy it. It's not even there. <laughs> So, and the guys that accepted the award had an Alan Wake t-shirt on, which I know made the internet. They went out and ordered 40 pizzas for the next 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, why the internet would get excited when if you just, you know, played the game. Or, or traveled on YouTube with any interest in the game where it gets spoiled. Hey. Are you bitter about anything? Oh, I just hate YouTube. Um, so does so do its creators. 
apparently. Um, Humankind was announced from Amplitude Studios and Sega. Sega! Humankind. You create the avatar and develop your cultures and civilizations. Ah, okay. Yeah, that thing. Cool. Yep. All right. So, man, this was like in the first ten minutes of the show. Phil Spencer walks out on stage and announces a new goddamn Xbox. Yep. There's a new Xbox coming. And he showed the box. He showed the controller. Oh, that controller looks sweet as... And then they showed a game running on it. Like, hey, what's up? Here's our new console. How bizarre was that? Dude, that was crazy. Like, that trailer started. I'm like, what is this? This is some new game that we're not going to see for six years. And then I saw Master Chief, and I'm like, wait a minute. Is this like, is it, we're going to like launch xCloud or something? What's going on? Here's a new Xbox. It stands tall. It looks like a refrigerator. Yeah. It's... I tell you what, I don't know whether it does actually do this, but if the bit at the top glows green like it does in the video, uh, uh, and you can doesn't... you can put it sideways. You can stand you can it up. Put it sideways. I read, which is good because I'm like looking yeah. at it like, yeah, it looks cool, but where am I going to put that? Exactly yeah, it's not going to fit in 99 of entertainment centers. It'll hold your door open. Uh, it apparently, so the specs the specs on this thing are a monster. It has. GDDR6 RAM, 12 teraflops of power. Power! <laughs> which, oh, uh, snap. So, <laughs> teraflops is such a stupid... We're back to the 1632-bit crap. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, that is twice the power of the Xbox One X. And they've also announced things like ray tracing support as well, which is the next big kind of graphical leap isn't it so they my... also they also said and this is the big this seems to be the big feature of next gen is that it comes with a nvme ssd hard drive which basically makes loading non-existent which is great yep so means it'll cost a fortune so yeah and it's called xbox series x and it's a dumb name i'm not going to defend that but I think it's technically just called Xbox. And the series part means that there will be a series S and a series whatever streaming you would call it. Streaming box, yeah. Xbox Series C for cloud. Or I don't know. But this... Well, it's this Final works. Fantasy VII. Confirmed Final Fantasy VII. Confirmed. Coming to Xbox. So this, is, this seems to be Microsoft's new naming convention because their Surface... Uh, hardware is named exactly the same. Like the high-end Surface is called the Surface X. So this makes sense because this version that they showed will be the high-end version of the new Xbox. It is going to get complicated, I think, when they start showing the other versions. So the differences on the controller are a dedicated share button, um, which is cool. That's, I mean, the other two machines have it. That's so, so. last-gen, though. Oh, shut up, John. <laughs> uh, they also have what is called a hybrid D-pad, which if you have a uh, an Elite controller, this is the one that I use. I don't use the, the typical cross. I use the hybrid D-pad, and I like it well, very much. This is slightly different than the D-pad. It's a little... It's, yeah, the, the, the cross is a little more 
protruding than you, it is. Yeah, you don't. Your your thumb doesn't sit in like a uh, satellite dish. Yeah, um, but I do. I do kind of like the design. It'll it'll take playing with it to see. Uh, they've also confirmed that all games that work on Xbox One will work on Xbox Series X, which means you already have thousands of games that work on this machine. Um, and that all accessories from the Xbox One will work on the Xbox Series X. Mm. And they announced that the Xbox Series X controller will work on the Xbox One. So it is- Oh, that makes sense. But now you can have your own share button. So you could buy, you, you could keep your Xbox One X and then buy this new controller and have a dedicated share button, which is cool. You wouldn't, well, you wouldn't need, uh, you wouldn't need to keep your X. If you get an Xbox Series X, you wouldn't well, need to that you could your... buy the controller. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying that if, yeah, you don't. Yeah, if I buy a Series X, no, John, you I'm don't... not going to play my Xbox One X, no. No, you will go, yeah, you're going to ship that right off because there's no, literally backwards compatible. There is no point. Yeah, that five hundred dollar box you bought a couple of years ago is now completely useless. Congratulations. My yeah, my yeah, that's it. My um my only concern is that this this fancy hard drive is going to not be big enough. I mean, is any hard drive that comes bundled in a console big enough? No, but then then what happens when you because I'm sure they'll allow you to plug in like you can with the ex, the current Xbox, you'll be able to plug in a, an external, but that's then gonna negate the whole speed of um, install and loading and stuff because they are just USB standards. Hard They're also so. dedicating part of the RAM to for the loading, so it's not just the hard drive. Oh, okay, so that might help somewhat. Yeah, there's a there's a really good article out there um, where they sat down with the the design team and Phil Spencer and went over a lot of the questions people would have. And I suggest you read it if you get a chance. It's out on Gamespot. The price. (laughs) Nobody's going to talk about the price, but I'm going to say this, and I will say it with utter confidence that this thing will not be more than four hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Yeah, they're not going to do what they did last year. Last you can't. I mean, Sony made that mistake with PS3, and you just can't. You can't sell a console for more than four hundred ninety-nine. Now, the Series X, in my opinion, is truly going to be four hundred and ninety-nine dollars. There is no way they're selling that beast. For less than four hundred and ninety-nine dollars, mm. but there will be a Series S or whatever they call the other version. And and I think that, do you think that's just going to be a remodeled X? Um, I think it might be a little more powerful than the X, but not a ton. Maybe like the X, but with the new hard drive. Yeah, I think it'll be the X essentially. And the new controller, it, obviously. Yeah, and I think it'll be capable of putting you know everything at four K or ten eighty p sixty. See, that's the thing, is that we're still, bear in mind, back in the 16-bit era, we had 60, 60 frames per second games. Yeah, 60 frames per second should be the target. The resolution should not be the target. Yeah, this is, it's, it's getting silly that we're still, and I know that, you know, a lot of the reasons comes from the, no matter how many sort of teraflops you've got on various bits and pieces, it's down to the, the actual you know, the raw computing power, the CPU, not the GPU, that the bottlenecks these things and cause issues. But you would think after, at this point, after everything they've been through with these current gen with complaints about, you know, the lack of a locked frame rate and the lack of a locked decent frame rate, you know, I don't think 30 frames per second will cut it next gen. We have to see lock 60, don't we? Yeah, lock 60 has to be a thing. 
It has it to. Has to be and if they get if they get that wrong, they fucked up. Yep. Uh, they also announced the first game, and they showed it running on the Xbox Series X, which uh, sent it with Sacrifice Hellblade Two. Uh, Senua's Saga. Oh, is it Senua's? I'm sorry, Sacrifice was the yeah. first one. You're right. Yeah. Um, but basically a sequel to Hellblade, so all those people who were mad that Ninja Theory made Bleeding Edge, well, they told you when they announced that that was a small shoot-off team that was making that, not proper Ninja Theory. You know, I'm just really pleased to see Ninja Theory just doing so well. <laughs> Ninja Theory getting that money, boy. <laughs> yeah, getting that money, boy. They deserve it. They've made yeah, they that money, guys. boy. <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm hoping that we see a new title in the Enslaved series. Mm, not probably likely, but I want that game to I come mean, back, John. That story kind of ends. I don't care. Make All it right. with a different character. Make it with the pig. I don't care. That was make it with the pig. <laughs> I mean, I've seen I've seen movies on the internet that are like that. I'll tell you about them. We've got a prime minister started like that. You know what? You know what? Let's not. No. 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 Um, I'm excited. I mean, it's it's it has begun, as the it's, as the Shang Tsung would say. It is interesting in the fact that this is the timing of this to to bring it out this year. That information to show it to to not hide behind names and words and things like they did last year. And if you remember when they both Sony and um, Xbox were were guilty of this, they were this is a new console. You can't see it. And we haven't really given it a name yet, but this is, we, we, look, we, and they did whole presentations on it. And it's like, ugh, and this year they kind of, I mean, to come out this far in advance to give it a name, to, to show you what it to is. Show to the show the fucking you, box, man. Yeah, to show it running. I mean, literally everything but the price. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a battle cry that is. That's a, we're not, we're not going to be about the bush. We're not going to, um, uh, m- you know, moddy coddle this. We are going, we, we know what you guys want. You want to know what this is going to do. You want to see this in action, which means that I think when it comes to they announcing the actual date, I think it's going to be November, but um, when they come to announce the date, which will be, I think, um, March, April time, I think they'll probably announce it. Um, and we'll actually see a physical, box and we start seeing all of those games and we get a price that i mean that's that's all they have to focus on they don't have the we've they've got the stuff that all of the diehard fans are um kind of after they've got all of that time to worry about impressing well, us with the other stuff and it, i think i think we see something from sony early early next year well they're they're going to be forced to show something now so kind of piggybacking on what you're saying i think you're right i think they've got this out of the way the box is out there we've seen it we know what the name of it is and microsoft confirmed this in an interview post announcing this that now 2020 leading up to november which i i disagree i don't think we'll get the actual date and price until late july early august okay. um but they're going to spend the entire year of 2020 showing you these games that they've been spending all this money on yeah the studios that they've bought yep. the you know the the. I mean, we you know we've already seen glimpses of Halo and and obviously uh, Halo the, and the, Hellblade uh, Hel- are probably going to be you know launch window. Yeah. And I but bet we see two Forza. or three more. 
we'll, we'll, we'll get a fourth match for sport. Sure. Yeah, and that's the one. I think that's the one they show next. I think that's the one that they show when they show us the the box in person. I think that's what because everyone knows that a car game sells tech. So I think that's what we see. When they Look announce. how round these tires are. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Look how pretty. <laughs> look at the reflections. Look at the look at the sixty frames per Me- second. Remember when the big thing was the fact that the wheels spin backwards, like real life. Yeah, like <laughs> Gran Turismo did that, and they were like, "Look yeah. at the wheels. They're the, they're actually they're spinning backwards. Isn't that so cool?" But I think that's, um, yeah, I think next year's going to be it's going to be exciting. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. Like it's expensive, but exciting. It's going to be extremely expensive, um, and boy, I hate to say this, but the Switch is going to look even more like shit come November. <laughs> it won't matter. They'll, they'll, as they'll as visuals, sell. As far yeah. as visual, no, Nintendo's going to sell a ton of Switches. Switch has its own kind of Mom, thing, yeah. but when you're talking about like even now, The Witcher, if you see it on the Switch, you're like, ooh, the Switcher, the Switcher. <laughs> oh, why do you like not oh, do that? Ooh, like mm, that don't look good. But now, when you see something like that game that they showed Godfall, like say what you will about that game, but holy shit, that's a PS5 mm. game, and it looked incredible. You, th- th- this will mark the end of ports to the Switch of current games. Like you know, we've seen it with Wolfenstein and Doom as well. The new Doom's coming. That ends, I think, with. With uh, the next generation of well, they've of still consoles. got forty. They've still got forty-five Assassin's Creed titles to port to the Switch. So I think they'll be good. <laughs> they'll be good. Though. Ubisoft will at least be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Unity's yeah. coming next. Like here, here's here's my prediction. Okay, you ready for this? Wombold's gonna hate me. They're gonna release Unity on the Switch, and we're gonna get a resurgence of people talking about how good that game is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's on the Switch. Just because it's on the Switch. Even though, like. You could buy digital codes for that game for like a a penny. Yeah, they like you can get CD keys have them for like fifty pence. It's crazy. So you they will re-release that on the Switch for forty nine ninety nine, and people will be like, you know what? This is actually the best Assassin's Creed game that has ever happened because it's portable now on the Switch. <laughs> you wait, you wait, John. You mark my words. Somebody <laughs> will say it. <laughs> I'm not I even just, putting money down. I know because you know it's going to happen. Yes. I just, all I want to know is whose dick did Jeff Keighley have to suck to get that on the game awards? I bet you Phil came to him. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, everybody. So I was like, I was telling my wife about this. Think about it. The Keighleys are watched probably by more people than any other event that happens during the year. Yeah. So why not show your new console in front of the most eyes? Also, I think this year is the best they've done. I think that they did really well with it. I think, I mean, they've it's got still rid too of long. the, yeah, maybe, but um, I think that they, you know, gone are the walking around razors and like terrible commercials. You've got proper, you, they, it was there better. were announcements in the commercials. Did you notice that? Like the Mortal Kombat thing was well, a the commercial? Joker one was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they've, it's come a long way in the past sort of three or four years. And fair play to Keeley. I know people give him some shit, but he is an industry dude. He loves this industry and cares for it. And that shows uh, with this. And they're getting more money to be able to 
make these things better. And again, as you say, this thing's on so many platforms, it's watched by so many eyeballs that Microsoft showed their new console on it. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think he said they had 900,000 people watching on Twitch alone. Brilliant. That's brilliant. 900,000 people watching on one platform. Surprised it, surprised it was able to handle. Yeah, I mean, we've got to the point now where we don't see a lot of hitches in online streaming events anymore, live stuff. I watch live streaming every week. Like, my my uh, TV package that I have is all streaming. Like, I don't have a cable box. I watch every. I watch live TV through an app. <laughs> it's, it's crazy the way the world works now, man. It's, yeah. Can well, any, I don't know if you guys have it, but I can remember the first ever TV phone that came out in the UK. Um, it, was, it was made or it was on the Virgin Network, uh, Virgin Media. They had a, a phone network over here. And um, it was this just it was literally a crappy cellular phone with a TV, a TV bolted on that picked up analog signal via an antenna. And now look where we are. <laughs> Motherfucker, I had the TV tuner for the Game Gear. Okay. Okay, you were one of those weirdos. With the That's big freaking antennas coming out of the cartridge slot. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And it picked up like two fuzzy channels. Yeah, they were shit, weren't they? <laughs> uh, I got one more piece of news I forgot to talk about. Um, So, I don't want to say that I'm an influencer, but I'm totally an influencer. I tweeted that it had been too long since we got NES and SNES <laughs> games on the Switch. And yeah. literally, like, minutes later, Nintendo tweets out, we're getting six new games. Four, and that's it for the next six months. Probably. There were four new SNES <laughs> games, including Super Punch-Out, Kirby Superstar, Breathfire 2, and Star Fox 2. And two new NES games, Crystalis and A Journey to Silius. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did think of you when when they got <laughs> announced, and it was like, oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so yeah, I need yeah. to wait at least another couple months before I tweet again because if I try to do it now, it's yeah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work when you just, no. just throw it right out there. I think I got everything. Did is there anything anybody can think of that that we missed? Because there was so much news this week that it was easy to miss one of these things. Um, Axiom Verge 2, because obviously Nintendo that's had right, their that's right. indies, didn't they? The little indie thing. Um, so a lot of that stuff was, was just smaller, but they sports did story. end on the... Uh, sports, sports story, story was announced. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That super cool. But yeah, the big one was the Axiom Verge 2 announcement that... Uh, you know what? It's really weird, because everything on that, with the exception of like the, the few games that launched day in, like was stealth launch because they had like Dauntless was launched and uh I can't remember there was another game that they said is available now but they all had like twenty twenty and I'm think I sat there and I was watching it with Laura and I said, God that's ages away and I thought, oh shit, no it's not. No, it's like in two weeks, John. <laughs> yes. Like Jesus Christ this year, this decade has gone so quick. This decade has gone so quick. Decade yeah, we're in a new decade soon. Motherfucker. <laughs> and to me 2020 is one of those years that sounds like it's like sci-fi. Yes, yeah, science fiction. It's like it shouldn't. We shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be in 2020 because it's it's an, it's a year that doesn't exist. It's ever reaching. We can't get there. Um, I've lived through two of weird. those now. I lived through the millennium, mm -hmm. and now I've lived to 2020, which is the most sci-fi year of time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. next year is going to be cool. My son was born. 
in this decade. Just barely. Just barely. But he yep. was. All right. To the Twitter I go. Don't don't do it. It's not worth it. Craig said Craig. <laughs> Craig. Craig. <laughs> Motherfucker, you're in here recording. You shouldn't be tweeting us. <laughs> Come on, Craig. What's up, Craig? Uh, anyone played my friend Pedro? Top five of the year for me. Not yet, but I will. It's a, it's a cool. It's a neat game that will take you a long time to get the controls under wraps. I tell you what, Digital Devolver are really shaping up to be such a great developer and publisher because um, I played the Carrion demo. That game is awesome. Oh, can we talk about this for a second? So. Keeley announced that really cool game thing, whatever, where you can download demos of games coming up, right? What's that? that? During the Game Awards, there was a 48-hour window where you could go play some of the games upcoming. Oh, okay. Um, and it was on Steam. So I wanted to look at System Shock 2. I wanted to check out Carrie, and I wanted to look at a bunch of these games. I, I, I Skatebird was another one that I wanted oh, to look that, at. Oh, that Skatebird looks amazing. <laughs> And I wanted to try these demos, so I booted up Steam on my PC, and I searched high and low in that fucking store for this event, and it is nowhere. I sure it was, was it on the Epic Games Store. <laughs> no, it was on Steam. He said it was on Steam, and in fact, mm-hmm. Wario64 tweeted out a link to Steam, but when you click that link, it takes you to the website, and I had the app loaded, right? It was nowhere in Steam. It wasn't on the front page. It wasn't in the featured section. It wasn't in the news. That'd be an error then. I'm like, I wanted to try this stuff, and I'm not going to go searching for it, because at the time when I was looking at it, I couldn't remember all the games that were on it. I was just looking for a page that would say, here's all the games you can try, right? Mm. And it wasn't anywhere to be found. Yeah, that sucks. So this is just a further example of how much Steam sucks an ass. That store is just a fucking train wreck. Mm-hmm. I do like the new. Yeah, their UI. app sucks. Yeah, it's. it's oh it's, yeah, the, their app only just got <sighs> updated on the iPhone to screens bigger than the iPhone four. It's just. I wanted to try the game, and and, and I I have a lot of problems for Keeley. He said next year they're going to have it on you know like PlayStation and Switch and Xbox and stuff, which I think is really cool. Um. But this year it was just on PC, and I tried to go play these games, and Steam apparently didn't want to promote them, so f- you. Fuck Steam. Jeremy says, now that the X block is revealed, <laughs> how long until Sony drops the curtain on the PS5? Sooner than they would like, I think. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I think we'll see something in January, February. Mm. Well, That's February, like... they announced they did their thing for the PS5. In February, but they didn't but show, they didn't it, show it. No, they, they didn't, didn't show that it. That was just the announcement. God, I hope stupid. it looks like I hope it looks like that vacuum cleaner that's floating around on the internet. The pictures. Oh, oh that yeah. is that, the dev kit. Yeah, that yeah. is actually the dev I kit. I hope it. You know what? I really do hope it looks like that. I think that right. looks cool. Yeah, as uh, the people were saying, that's the that looks like something slice that, pizza. Yeah, it looks like something fifteen-year-old uh, me would think was the sweetest thing. Did you see the the meme of it being attached? Like, I, I call it a vacuum cleaner for a reason. There's a meme out there of it attached to a, a like a handle and a woman pushing it across the floor. No, that's <laughs> awesome. That's pretty good. That's pretty. I like the refrigerators of the the Xbox Series X. Those are good too. 
Yeah, you yeah, got my love favorite good... Xbox Series X one so far. I think it was IGN that treated the picture that uh, put out the picture of the Amazon Prime box skin for it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Did you see <laughs> SpongeBob? They got a SpongeBob one too. No, I like the one that they've edited into uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Oh yeah, the oh, the monolith. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, that's I mean, not really it, it, a, that's not really an insult. That's kind of that yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think the thing looks awesome. Because of I, I do too. I think it looks really cool. Like I would have never thought. Like I'm expecting a normal, horizontal, flat box. You know, there's one small detail that I hope they do. Not that it's necessary, but I hope they do this thing that the PS2 had, where you can just turn the. You talk about the spinning icon. Yes. Yeah. What well, is an X? So I guess they could design it so that it looks fine either way. Well, I'm assuming they're going to use their standard xbox logo right oh yeah where the yeah. bottom the bottoms yeah. are longer the, than the top yeah the yeah oh man no i think that thing looks cool and i actually am one of the few people that has an entertainment center that has vertical uh, for vertical stands on both sides well aren't you lucky i could actually put it in there and it would look super fucking red i'm not gonna lie um curtis says Oh, no, he's replying to uh, my friend Pedro. His tweet says, Happy Holidays. I didn't know you had a friend, Pedro. You don't even know about it, man. Everybody has a friend, Pedro. Did you vote for Pedro? I did vote for Pedro. As you should. Curtis says, Happy Holidays and a prosperous 2020. When they come, when they come to all the N4G podcast crew, I think that's just worded wrong, been listening to you guys for years, and it feels like I'm a part of the family. Thank you all for a year of awesome podcasting. And yes, I like the new Xbox and its name. Series X makes a lot of sense. Your thoughts? Well, you are part of the family. You're the part of the family we keep locked in the uh, <laughs> basement dungeon and chain up and only feed once a week. He's scared of the sunlight. Mm-hmm. It burns. It burns. <laughs> well, I think oh. we know he knows our thoughts. Really, we've we've talked about them, but yeah, absolutely. That thing, I actually think it does look super super cool. And again, uh, I'm with you. I thought it was going to be some sort, of, you know, flat under your telly kind of box, but I think it's a bold choice going vertical as opposed to horizontal, and it looks all the better for it. It's a bold choice, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see if it works <laughs> out for him. Uh, finally, Platinumed AC Odyssey. What an awesome game. Yeah. I still haven't picked that up. My God, John. I know. I actually bought as well. I bought a, um, in the sale, I bought uh, on Xbox, uh, the store, um, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered because it was like 66% wow, you off. Should just, you should have just bought AC Odyssey and gotten 3 for free with the gold. You should not play 3. Yeah, well, that too, but well, you know, I'm a, <laughs> no, I, I'm you three. You get three. You get three with the ultimate edition or the season pass of three. Yeah. Has some really cool stuff in it, but man, it takes a long time to get there. But, um, Odyssey. I, I don't know why. It's just I haven't. Odyssey is is. You know what? Truthfully, and I'm going to say this. I know this is a controversial statement. Odyssey is the best Assassin's Creed game. Uh, it's hard for me to disagree with you. Is it's it so is it controversial? Fun. I've I've only heard. Well, a lot of people, people really stick positive. to a lot of people really stick to Brotherhood, and Brotherhood is an yeah, amazing. Brotherhood's uh, so good. Okay, I've never been. I, I thought four was a better Assassin's Creed game. 
I mean, I like Black Flag. I really do like Black Flag, but man, Odyssey just Odyssey is that game that is it just keeps on giving, but it never gets old. And like, I really need to go. I want to go back to it because I want to do the DLCs. Yeah, the DLCs are pretty good. I I the first DLC had some some controversy associated with it. It the game was good, but the story is a little. Has some whack parts. Um, the second DLC is really good, but I just I when I was trying to play it, I was I had finally after 115 hours or whatever exhausted my ability to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot of games. I had to take a break. Um, Dustin says Series X confirmed to be backwards compatible all the way back to OG Xbox. This is what I like to hear. Now, if PS5 would confirm the same thing, or at least PS1 and 2. I am at the point where I don't believe PS1 and 2 is going to be backwards compatible on the PS5, and it makes me I sad. think it's just going to be 4. Which, again, makes me sad. Yeah, that would be a shame. That does make me sad, because 4 is good. But, man, losing PS1 and 2 is good. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. Nintendo making games in unique art styles like Link's Awakening and Yoshi's Crafted World, wouldn't it be cool to see a Mario 2 remake and clay art style like the first issue of Nintendo Power? That yeah, would be cool. Mario, Mario Clay? Um, anyone play in the Zelda update in Mario Maker? Opens the door for so many possibilities, Now I can't wait to uh, for the community to really dig in. I saw this update, but I didn't even... Yeah, I haven't even had a chance to look at it yet, if I'm being honest. I'm going to be real honest with you. I had forgot Mario Maker 2 came out. I didn't even buy it. I I, I own It's fine, but it I feels like we it haven't gone back it and played died it with themselves a stuff. lot faster than Mario Maker did. Like, no, nobody talks about that game like they talked about Mario Maker. Yes. Yeah, maybe because Mario Maker was the original was such a out there kind of prospect and was so different, even though it was something so familiar. Maybe it just lost something when you you just do it again. You know the uh, you know. I, I don't know. Like I feel, it. I feel like Mario Super Mario Kart on the Switch was even, which was even less of an upgrade from Mario Kart on the Wii, the Wii U. Like, they talked more about that than they did Mario Maker 2. And Super Mm. Mario Kart was not even an upgrade. It was the same game. Yeah, that thing still sells. That's one of the... I think that's, like, the best-selling Switch game that's out there. So that thing does go, like, crazy. It's Mario Kart, though, isn't it? Fucking everyone loves it. Yeah. Uh, Series X announcement felt a little flat at the Game Awards. It just didn't have the hyper build-up like an E3 or its own event would have had. I yeah, mean, but again, I, I think that's. I think that was done on purpose. I think it was, you know, they don't want an event just to focus on what the thing looks like or what it's called. They want their own event to show you what it can do. Uh, I felt Final Fantasy fourteen and RE two got snubbed at the Game Awards. Both excellent games, but seem to be bypassed since one's the since one's a remake and the other's an expansion. RE two didn't win shit. Came out too early in the year. Not even one award. That's Sekiro came out a month after it. Did it? Was that it was in oh, March? Wow. Yeah, oh, Resident wow. Evil was in February. Sekiro was in March. Maybe Resident Evil Two was shit. Um, John, I will stab <laughs> you. 
Resident Evil 2 is the second best game to come out in 2019. Mortal Kombat being the first. <laughs> I was waiting to see how long it would take you to get that. Obviously. Man, I almost I almost went on the internet just to piss off everybody, but when Smash Brothers won Best Fighting Game, I almost went on Twitter and was like, well, we're giving awards to games that aren't even in the genre. <laughs> yeah, that would have caused no end degree. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to do it to troll people, but you know somebody would have got super mad at me. Yeah, they would have done. Oh, shit. Uh, smart move to include RE Resistance with the RE3 remake that will give a game a bigger player base instead of trying to sell it as a standalone or as DLC. Also, yeah, that was a good move. Also, if they keep doing remakes, let's go Code Veronica next, maybe Zero before 4 since that's still getting in. No, Zero's not getting a remake because RE0 and RE1 are their remakes. Actually, Zero wasn't a remake. That was its only one. The GameCube version of Zero and then they did Resident Evil Remake. Anyway, that's you can buy them as a bundle, can't you? The zero and one. I mean, I you think. can now, but Resident Evil Zero yeah. was made because they had an engine after. Yeah. So then they built Zero. Wait. Um, here's something we didn't talk about this week that's crazy to me. So now, after six years, Shovel Knight is finally finished. What should Yacht, Yacht Club Games do next? I totally forgot that Shovel Knight wasn't finished, and now it's finished after six years. Well, Shovel Knight 2, obviously. I I don't want a Shovel Knight 2, John. No, I'm joking. I love Shovel Knight. And in fact, I booted it up this week with the final update. And I played, what is it, the fighting game that they put, put into it? Showdown? And I was like, you know what? I've had enough Shovel Knight. Well, after six years, you think you would. I mean, he's been in everything, too. Like, he's in fighting games. He's in fucking... Yeah, he's his own every... little star. He's in ukulele. Oh, is he? <laughs> he's in the first ukulele. He's an NPC. I mean, he's, he's in... got his own amiibo. He's, got his he's own in um, Bloodstained. Is he? Yes. He's an enemy. And then eventually, I guess, there's going to be a skin that you play as Shovel Knight. Wow. It's already in the game. Is it well? Is it not in every version, right? Because yes. the Xbox no, it is. is behind. You kill him enough times, and he'll drop. I thought the they were adding arm. an actual skin skin for. Oh well, you can play as him with the shovel armor. You okay. put on the armor, and then you turn into Shovel Knight, and you stuck doing. You, you can't play the whole game like that. It's just a fun thing, I suppose. Shovel Knight just needs to go into Fortnite, and then it's over. Put Shovel Knight in Fortnite. You can call him Shovel Knight, N-I-T-E. <laughs> You're welcome, Epic. It's made you a million dollars. I am surprised they don't have a Shovel Knight skin. <clears throat> he's not popular. He's not, like, he like he's in a different, like, he's in a different clique on the playground. Like, Fortnite is, like, the, 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 the popular kids, and Shovel Knight is the, the cool kids that are not popular. Just because he's an indie game. They can never be as big as the Fortnite kids. Congrats to Disco Elysium for tearing up the Game Awards. That game did win a lot. I had never even heard of that game. I'd heard of it, and I'd seen Giant Bomb do like a quick look. It looked very weird. It's visually, I've... it looks stunning, but it's um, it looked like a bit of a weird game. But I've heard it's very good. I mean, I've heard people who played it liked it, but I still don't really know what it is. I think it's like a point and isn't it like a point and click mystery it's an old type school. thing? It's an old school RPG. 
That's what I was going to say. I thought it was an RPG. I didn't think it was point and click. <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah. You're, you're playing as a detective, but it's an old school RPG, so you can talk your way out of if you okay. have the right stats. And it's, it's kind of like the old Fallout and everything where you stat a character a certain way, and then, you know, you can, you can either talk your way through or shoot your way through. Huh. All right. Well, I don't, I don't know. It won a lot of awards, so apparently it was a good game. This, no, Sekiro won two awards. I was going to say, I thought it only won Game of the Year. When it won Game of the Year, they announced that it had won something else. Best Action Adventure Game, I think. Which is weird that they have a category for Action Adventure and Action Game. Like, that feels weird. To, is that just me, or does that feel weird? Mm, no, I'm with you. I understand why they separate it, though. Well, why not just call it Adventure Game? I wonder if that's just a carryover from the fact that old point-and-click games were Adventure Games. But they're not really action, right? So Don't label my genres. Yeah, well, I mean, you could argue that with most games, right? I am so shocked we do not have a best indie pixelated roguelite procedurally generated game. I feel like there's a lot of things that could be in that category. Yeah, it'd be a big category. Do you, do you shorten that to an acronym, or? I mean, if you if you want to garble the English language, I guess you could. I don't I don't know what all those would be. <laughs> the best blue game. I mean, everybody thought the Beaker Goose thing was the best thing in the Game Awards, but then Green Day came out and played Welcome to Paradise. I felt 17 again for a minute. Then my cholesterol kicked in, and I felt 40 again. <laughs> From all those pizzas. Yeah, 30, 40 and 30 days. 40 pizzas in 30 days. Jesus. Talk, reckoning is coming. <laughs> that voice in that video blows my mind, because I remember seeing him on the commercial. He was like, I love Papa John's. And he gets that video, he was like, Apocalypse is <laughs> Well, it's because he hadn't eaten... 40 pizzas in 30 days before. I don't know, man. He worked at Papa John's. He probably ate two to three pizzas a day. You don't know. Yeah, but he was rich back then. I mean, Why is he not have you, when's, when's the last time you ordered from Papa John's, Ryan? You gotta be rich to afford that shit. Holy fuck. I just ate Papa John's last week. Yeah, I know. I can actually eat there now that he's not there anymore. Is that why what? you didn't eat there? That's one of the reasons. Okay. That's... <laughs> I don't really I must, shit, but I, get I must be missing out on this Papa John stuff. He's um, he started the company. Do you know the story? I know that Papa John is Papa John, and he started Papa John's. Yes, and he <laughs> uh, he apparently yeah. is he is very racist. Oh God, one uh, of those. And he and took he's... his company public, which means that he was no longer in charge when people bought out stocks. Yep. So there was a board. Mm-hmm. They, they ran him out because he was basically saying racial slurs on the on the, the call. Yeah, he made a racial slur on a conference call at one point. Because <laughs> wow, guy. wow, what yeah. else? And and then now this interview pops up with him in it, and it's like so super creepy. And it's like, wow, you you want to talk about a heel turn, boy? If you yeah, if you just look up <laughs> Papa John's interview, uh, you'll find it, John. Wow. Essentially, he he's basically talking about how. The pizza sucks now, and he's had 40 of them in 30 days, and he's the, the only the, one that knows guy. how to make a pizza, and the record is coming. Bearing in and... mind that he's probably not made a pizza in 20 years. 
he um well, he's, he's, eating eating every, so he's eating a whole bunch of them, but he also he's criticizing the guy who's running Papa John's. He's like he doesn't know about pizza. He yeah, he's not a pizza he fucking guy. doesn't. Of course he, he doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't. Pizzas in forty days. Fuck me! I doubt Papa John knows fuck then, all about pizza nowadays. No, but you, John, you gotta you watch don't. the you gotta watch the interview because at the end that's when he gets creepy. Like the interviewer asks him something, and he's like, "The reckoning is coming," and he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You'll see." You'll see. <laughs> it's, 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 he says he's <laughs> insisting that ever since he's been kicked out, the pizza quality has diminished. No oh, fucking idiot! Like. <laughs> Like, dude, you're like serving hand in fast hand. food pizza, man. Come yeah. on. Hand in hand. He was gone, and the quality just dropped into Yeah, because he was making every single pizza, obviously. Yeah. Well, well maybe, yeah, he made maybe every it's pizza. the taste of his tears, because salty pizza's never great. <laughs> I disagree. I, I think salty I love, so, I love salty pizza. Cassano's <laughs> makes salty pizza. Yeah, Cassano's does make salty pizza. And, like, no one in the world that's listening to this podcast knows what we're talking about, except people oh. in the Dayton area. But you know what? They're going to Google it. It's true, probably. They probably Googled it before, because it's not the first time we've mentioned it. Oh, goddamn, Cassano's is so delicious. It is delicious. It's a delicious pizza. It's a beautiful it pie. It's a beautiful pie. It's a beautiful the kind of pie, pie that... Why? Why? Why is the it? The kind of pie that you can po- only get if the founder's not a virulent racist. racist. <laughs> Why is it this podcast devolves into one of two things, Overwatch or food? I mean, those are the two best things on the planet, John. I mean... <laughs> Would you prefer Overwatch talk, John? No, good point. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they're releasing an Overwatch cookbook. Of course they are. See what I you've mean, done? If you want to see combine, what you've done, John? This is your fault this time, not even Ken's. <laughs> I've played 40 Overwatch matches in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the reckoning is coming. <laughs> the reckoning is upon us. <laughs> Oh boy! Somebody what a... described him looking like the guy who's been bit by a zombie. But he's yeah, one hundred percent. That's what he looks like. Yeah, because he's like sweating like crazy, dude. His face is like, oof, he looks plastic. Yeah. Anyway, if you've not seen that interview, John, you've got. I can't oh, believe it. Like it was all over my timeline when it yeah, happened. Bear in mind that it's regional, isn't it? The Twitter and we we have Papa John's over here, but it's not like as big as it is over there. God, you gotta watch it. Anyway, that that's the show. If you want to tweet us at M4G Podcast, you um, want to send us an email to podcast at ztgd.com. You can follow all of us on Twitter. John is at John WUK. Anthony is at NTRSKT. Ryan is at WombatRP. You can follow me at ZTGD and the site is ZTGD Content. Phoenix Down's over. Thank Peter. God. Thank God. Um, there might be, I don't know if. Uh... There well, Drew's be, probably can... going to hit me up to do an intermission about the latest patch. Well, that might be it. Because he said there might be an intermission, but I wasn't sure what he was going to talk about. That, but, that yeah, we're just done. happened, so... Oh, as in finished, is it like the ride to hell? You've done that? Yep, that episode oh, went live on God. Friday. Uh, that, well done. That was bad. Yeah, of course I it told was. you that. No I, no, I mean, like... You could probably hear it, because like, even while I was talking to... Drew and Matt about it. I, it just didn't help that we had technical issues where we were talking and then it didn't record us. We had to start over again. Oh, shit. Yep. So, it just, it, it's not fun. What, what, a, what a terrible choice this year was. And I was excited for it, too, so I can't even blame Drew for it. 
You guys think it's all fun and games, so you gotta actually play these shitty games. Yeah. <laughs> it probably doesn't help that we're, we were not playing it together, right? Which is, I don't know, this it just mistakes were made. <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> the reckoning is coming. <laughs> well, I will say this: I did discover Riot Sons, the band from that game. So I guess that's the only. You're looking for a silver lining in the ride to hell. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> anyway, that's the show. We out. Peace, Bertrand. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.